Howdy, and welcome to Lost in the Lyrics, the podcast where we discuss song lyrics and completely overanalyze them. I'm Elliot. And I'm Claire. And today we are going to get lost in the lyrics of the extended version of S.I.M.P. Squirrels in My Pants from Phineas and Ferb. Uh, be sure to stay tuned afterwards for Elliot to talk about flags and for updates on my knitting projects. Would you like to hear a bad joke by Jeff? I would. Th- 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 that that is a sentence I really didn't think I would be saying. Um, mm-hmm. when we when we originally when we originally discussed the possibility of doing this song. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, yes, 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 please. Um. Okay. So. An engineer and an anti-vaxxer walk up to a bridge. Seen as the bridge is the only crossing over a notoriously crocodile-infested river, the two prepare to cross. Just before they set foot on the bridge, the anti-vaxxer halts the engineer. How safe is it to cross the bridge exactly? he asks. 99.97%, the engineer replies confidently. The anti-vaxxer thinks for a moment before turning around. Guess I'm swimming then. Uh, I don't really get it, but if- Get your vaccines, folks. They're safe. Okay, yeah. Oh, also, okay. the FDG, the FDA just approved the Pfizer uh, COVID vaccine, so get it. So, okay. <laughs> Wait, so, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, we can say that. That's that's an opinion that this podcast has. Um, yes, vaccines are, are good. Are you? I agree. I agree. Um, I'm vaccinated. I I can attest to it being generally good. Um, Mm -hmm. Also, I would say, um, uh, you know, the crocodile water. Wait, sorry. Did they turn around to go down to the crocodile water? Yeah, they they the anti-vaxxer says basically. This bridge is only 99.97% safe, so I think I'm just going to try swimming through the crocodile-infested water. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, there are a lot of reasons why people are scared about it, but really, if you learn about it, you know the risks, you're going to be fine. Also, like, for, like, yes, there are side effects for many people. But I think most people would rather be out of work for one week for for one weekend because they were sore than you know yeah. a month because they have to quarantine and quarantine all yeah, their family a couple members. Days. A couple you know. days versus a couple weeks is basically what you're looking at. Yeah. Anyway, I didn't realize. I mean, it's not that political. It kind of is political. It everything's political it right now. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't it, be, but it is. It, you're right. It shouldn't be, but it is. Yes, exactly that. Um, was not expecting that. Uh, very nice joke. It was the one I had, and it turned out to be uh, kind of uh, you know appropriate since. Uh, as we're recording it, it's the day that um, the Pfizer vaccine, as I said, got FDA approved officially. So, uh, would you like to tell me a little bit about the weather? Sure. Uh, today I didn't really go outside. Um, I went outside very briefly uh, to go check on my neighbor's plants. Because um, I'm watching their plants. 
But uh, it's like 70 degrees. That's It's really cooled down a lot. It's been pretty hot and uncomfortable for a while. And it's finally starting to cool down, which I think most Portlanders are grateful for. Um, I, I spent the weekend kind of in different places. Like, I went to the beach with my family, and then I... Um, yeah, and, and, like, the Oregon coast is already, like, a lot cooler, so it was nice. And then we also went in the other direction and went to, uh, toward Mount Hood, and, which was also pretty nice and cool. So it's been, like, kind of windy, kind of cool. Um, it hasn't really rained yet. It's, like, uh, a little bit of, we got a little bit of misting the other day, but looking forward to it really cooling down. Today was almost like a lazy day at home. I, uh, my mom made soup. And it felt very cozy. And then I looked, and then I went outside, and it was like seventy degrees out still. But you know, compared to the ninety plus degrees that it has been on average, you know, it, it felt very cozy. So I'm glad that it's more cozy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm in uh, North Carolina now, and um, it's definitely still hot here and humid um, how hot is it i think it might have gotten to 90 today i don't really remember i didn't go outside much um <laughs> but i feel like i've acclimated to hot weather now because having been in portland when it was like high 80s for a long time extended what? period of time but didn't like, they, oh yeah don't they have air conditioning out there yeah, yeah, I have air conditioning, but I actually haven't needed to use it that much in my dorm because it's been, I don't know why or how, but I'm grateful for it. It's been sort of hovering in like uh, between 73 and 75 for the most part. I've turned on oh, the nice. air for a little bit when it gets kind of stuffy in here because with the humidity, even if my window's open, it's not like movement of air so much. Right. But. Yeah. Yeah, I uh I had to, you know, stay I had to stay in my sister's room for a couple nights uh for when it was really hot cuz she has a window air conditioning unit and I mm. only had um two fans kind of situation. Um but thankfully I haven't really needed to do that. And I've actually it's actually been quite cool at night where you know if I turn my two fans on it's pretty cold which is nice cuz then you mm -hmm. can get like snuggly and have many blankets which is preferred. Um well how how and how and how is it out there like your classes and moving and stuff you settling well back into yeah. the school thing? Yeah, it's going all right. Is there a lot of um covid restrictions? Uh, yeah. I mean, not as many as last year. Um, like, last year it was wear your mask whenever you're on campus, and now it's wear your mask whenever you're inside in, like, one of the public areas on mm. campus. Um. So. Well, that's, I mean, yeah. But you can, yeah. like, walk around outside. Yeah, you can walk around outside without your mask on, which is especially nice because when it's humid out, your mask oh, yeah. just gets like very hot and gross. Very gross. Um, 
that's good. But, you know, if if you need to wear it, it's better to wear it than, than to not wear it. Keep yeah. people safe. So. Be safe, everyone. Everyone returning to school. I just the- want to put it out there that I'm not an anti-masker. I just <laughs> yeah like breathing oh, yeah. fresh air every once in a while. I don't. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't think that you were an anti-masker, considering you just uh, with without really talking to me beforehand, uh, did a get a vaccine moment, which is fine. I'm okay with that, but you know, wasn't expecting that. Yeah, um, you know, you just gotta you just gotta cover all your bases. I feel like, well, I just feel like the usual, usually our podcast is pretty like, let's just not really talk about the outside world for too long. Um, mm-hmm. Just because, well, one, we get sidetracked and also the outside world has been pretty depressing. Um, but it's a good message for the, like, however many humans are out there listening, who I have no idea yeah. if, if. Approximately 30, maybe? 30, maybe. <laughs> okay. I think that's what our analytics say, but I'm not sure if that's actually accurate. Well, let's give it the benefit of the doubt, you know? 30 mm. people out there. Hopefully, you know, hopefully they can get a vaccine. Some countries can't. Yeah. Yeah, no. Okay. Where are we in this? Uh, 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 initial reaction to the song. Oh, well, okay. So we chose an interesting one. We don't mm-hmm. usually go for uh, songs that are with have that are given context within media. However, this song, the context is like, it's kind of bizarre. It's a children's cartoon, so it's not exactly, it's not the context. It's not given the same amount of context as like a song from a musical would be, um, mm-hmm. or it is given that much context, but the context is so bizarre that it's not really understood through the lyrics. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. also one of the reasons why we're like, I think this song is okay to choose is because it's not about advancing the plot so much. You know, it's right. It's in, in the setup, Candace has some squirrels in her pants and she's moving her legs in weird motions because she has literal squirrels in her pants. I I can I just watched this episode like 20 minutes ago. Would you like me to give the context of it in the show? Yeah, you probably have a better idea than me who half read the article on the Phineas and Ferb wiki and remembers watching it. I wanted to be prepared, you know, in case. So I went Mm -hmm. ahead and I watched I looked at the episode and I watched it. It's only 15 minutes long, you know. Um it's from the episode called Comet Carmelian, and basically the main plot is Phineas and Ferb are, you know, they know what they're going to do today, and that thing that they're going to do today is build an observatory to observe this comet that only passes by every, like, I think they said 73 and a half years? I don't know. Something really specific. Um, and, you know, everyone's excited. Their parents are trying to get stakes. Uh, to grow for the neighborhood, but Dr. Doofenshmirtz has made this steak thing and stolen all the steaks. So anyway. Steakinator. Yeah, something like, I think it was actually called, like, steak containment unit or something, because he has an (laughs) inator, like, sitting there, but anyway. So that's the setup, and while that's happening, there's a side plot where Candace is really excited to go on a, like, what she thinks is a date, I think, with Jeremy, but Jeremy's evil little sister Susie, who's you know hates Candace because 
she wants to be the only girl in Jeremy's life or something. I don't know. She's just like that. Um, repeatedly. Mm, she's also like three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, excuse me. Repeatedly, uh, like, they're, they went to the park to play croquet and, and Susie repeatedly, like, finds ways to make Candace uncomfortable and upset with, like, spilling things on her and, like, throwing, uh, like, a, you know, getting squirrels to go in her trousers and also getting her to fall into an ice cream vendor's cart and have a bunch of squirrels fall in. Like, there's a lot of squirrels, um, ma- you know, making Candace upset. Susie, so that's, like, the setup. And that's pretty... I don't know. It's a it's kind of bizarre. Yeah. And then yeah. they come across or Candace comes across some street performers who are perf- uh uh coincidentally performing a number about uh squirrels in in someone's pants. I think actually it's more well, yeah, it's like it so that's correct. Um this there's some street performers and Jeremy keeps saying like do you want to go over and see the street performers or whatever? And Candace is like, sure. And then he's like, I'm going to go, you know, get a towel or get some snacks or something and like leaves her alone with Susie. But she ends up, Candace ends up stumbling into the street performers who are called, apparently they're called two, the number two guys with the Z, N, capital N, the park spelled P-A-R-Q-U-E. So two guys in the park. And mm-hmm. um, Candace runs in, they say something like, oh gosh, I just watched this. They say something like, can I get a, a scream or something? Can I get a yell? You know, like from like the well, crowd. Well, that's actually the first, those are actually the first lyrics. Yeah. And Candace oh. runs in screaming. And so they, you know, then she, you know, she runs in screaming, ah, this girl's in my pants. And they're like, wow, she's got amazing dance moves because she's writhing in discomfort from the squirrels. uh, Anyway. To quote, they say, that girl's got some serious squirrels in her pants. Oh, yeah. So, anyway, it's it's an interesting number. Um, I don't remember my first time seeing it because I've seen Phineas and Ferb so many times or, like, seen so much Mm -hmm. of it. But I'm sure that when when I saw it for the first time, I enjoyed it. Like, I was probably like, this is fun good number you know good song funny mm-hmm. i feel the just, same yeah. way i could have also um, just had it on in the background because i feel like phineas and ferb was kind of one of those things you just put on like i don't yeah. remember many people that like really followed the show in a really intense like let's like follow the plot because it's it's each episode is very contained for the most part for sure for sure yeah there's not there's not very many or if any um like plot lines that go over one maybe two episodes if they do a double feature right right um yeah anyway <laughs> i mean i i have uh last summer when it was quarantine i um wa- started watching phineas ferb starting like uh from the first episode and just like going through and it is interesting to watch it that way because you do see like um, especially in the Candace Jeremy plotline, you actually do see like some progression in their relationship in a way that you don't really see for the other characters. But like, you see how at the beginning they're like barely friends, but then they become friends, and then, um, I think in the like hundred 
the like one where they go around the world in one day i think um he asked her to be his girlfriend or something oh um, that's nice but then i think after that it goes back to like um individualized <laughs> episodes where <laughs> she's but- not actually like well, they aren't actually dating at that point. But, okay, who's your favorite so, character though? Mm, or characters? I don't know. Your favorite characters? If you have multiple. Do you have a favorite character? I have favorite characters. Why don't you share those? Okay, my favorite animal character is Perry the platypus, of course, because. Oh, duh. I definitely wanted to be a spy when I was a kid and or like a secret. I always thought the secret agent thing was really cool. I mean, like I, you know, watched Spy Kids as a child and was like, oh, my gosh, gadgets. And Perry is like all of that, but also a platypus that makes weird noises. Um, And then I really liked Vanessa. (laughs) Like, I just thought she was really cool. I don't know. She's like kind Mm. of, you know, edgy. She like had she always wore all black and was like upset with her parents so i don't know mm-hmm. something about that and then i also um i liked um ferb because he just didn't really say much unless he sung mm-hmm. with a really low voice and if i had to, and and this is not really a character i like a lot but this is just one of those songs i really like i really like the theme song they sing for carl whenever he like goes yeah. undercover <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I have apparently a lot to say about Phineas and Ferb, which mm-hmm. I didn't realize. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I think I don't really remember what my who my favorite character was, um, you know, when I watched it the first time. Or not the first time, but like when I was watching it as a kid. Um but when I was, you know, rewatching some as like an adult ish person, um, I I do I really enjoy Carl as a character. Yeah. Um like the whole the whole unpaid intern thing and yeah, just like yeah. <laughs> I don't know, there's something about that that's that's funny and resonates and with you. Yeah, Doofenshmirtz is also um a great character. I agree. I agree. And I think I think watching it again, you realize how like he's really not like evil he's at not all. really and that he's, bad he's yeah a, he's a he's a failed evil scientist who just wants a better relationship with his daughter and there's something that's very right and nice like his ex-wife that. like he's not <laughs> like he's not actually that bad he's just like he seems like kind of lonely a lot of episodes yeah. where he's like asking perry to stay and perry's like okay we're playing out our normal evil dynamic like evil cr- and then like vigilante dynamic or whatever but you know, you're not actually that bad and I'm just gonna, like, stay for dinner or whatever. Like, I feel like, and Perry is always helping him out with, like, dates and stuff or, like, yeah. little things. I don't know. I, honestly, Doofenshmirtz is, is, is a is a really funny character, I think, because he's so over the top and, you know, he's so mu- he so very much wants to be evil, but he's just not. And, mm-hmm. yeah. It's a good... Yeah. Anyway, this This podcast is not about Talking about Phineas and Ferb. Talking about the lyrics. Should we? Yes, we definitely should because we're twenty minutes in. Yeah. Um, or not quite twenty, but you know, somewhere. Yeah, around just 20. about. Um, how do we want to split up reading these? Because um, oh my god, they have like the different. 
I I feel like are we analyzing this in the context or are we are we analyzing this out of the context? Um, I mean, I don't think it matters. Like, uh, like whether the care which specific character like it's Candace that's saying this, but I think, um, like when we analyzed uh, was it Backstreet Boys or something yeah. with like Kevin? Yeah, Kevin. And we we talked about like how the the different ones like represented the different elements okay why don't or something why don't i just read the first like two stanzas okay and i will not read the who's saying what i'll just read it Mm -hmm. okay okay even so like i also don't know why some of these are lyrics are italicized and others aren't oh there was a note on this at the beginning is it Um. is it like sung versus rapped Or something? Um, I don't know about Itox, but the lines in parentheses are all, in all versions, are sung at the same time as the line above. <laughs> okay. Mm. Okay. Uh, okay, I'll start by reading. This is the extended version, because there are three versions of this song. Oh, actually, I think the, I think the, um, italics are just not sung. Because okay. Candace isn't singing, she's screaming. Okay. Well, okay, so the, um, so the, yes, okay, it doesn't really matter for this case, and this is the extended version, again, the two other versions are the episode version and the soundtrack soundtrack version, version? but anyway, the extended version goes, now somebody, anybody, everybody, scream, ah, there's squirrels in my pants, that girl's got some serious squirrels in her pants, there's squirrels in my pants. Tell me what's making you jump like that. S-I-M-P, squirrels in my pants. Ain't got no chickens, ain't got no rats. S-I-M-P, squirrels in my pants. S to the I to the M to the P. Then maybe you c- can be moving like me. I felt very silly reading that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> um. Well, where to start? Okay. Well, we've got to talk about uh, the dramatic irony in this whole thing. Okay. Of the, oh, how they don't know that she has squirrels in her pants. Yeah, the squirrels in Candace's pants are not visible to the audience. No. So they don't realize that she literally has squirrels in there her pants they think it's more like an expression like ants in your pants that's right yeah she's wearing these like like bell bottoms or something yeah bell bottoms something spacious where the squirrels are not visible yes yeah and i guess yeah there is some irony there because some of that dramatic irony because they they keep asking like i mean kind of rhetorically right but maybe not Mm -hmm. even um like why are you moving around like that, you know? Um, I don't know why they say ain't got no chickens, ain't got no rats. Well, it's it's because the things in your pants are not chickens or rats, they're squirrels. Perhaps. Well, so well, they're saying, it could of, also they're be... saying of Candace that Candace has no chickens or rats in her trousers or that mm. they don't have chickens or rats. 
I don't know, but it all. I was also thinking, uh, chicken and rat can also refer to a person. Like a chicken is somebody who's like a coward. Oh yeah. And a rat is somebody who who tells on, who's a tattletale. And so I guess, yeah, I guess I mean, Candace isn't really revealing anything. Um, you know, saying why she's dancing like that, and I mean, she is, but they don't believe that, and then. She also is like seemingly very confidently jumping into this circle to dance. Like yes, yes, it she's seems definitely like she's not a chicken. Not a chicken. No. Yeah. Um. Do you want to read the next part? I don't think this is going to take very long to to sure. discuss. Just I th- it seems like maybe we're just kind of getting deeper into the meaning of this song. Yeah. Yes, that's that was the goal. Why don't you um, read the next two? Yeah. Uh, so, step right over and watch me put it down. Squirrels, squirrels. S to the I to the M to the P. Step right over and watch me put it. S to the I to the M to the P. Uh, who you got back home watering your plants? S to the I to the M to the P. Squirrels in my pants. How can I qualify for government grants? Oh, gosh. S-I-N-O. <laughs> Sorry, the last line was just S-I-M-P, squirrels in my pants, not S to the I to the M to the P. Okay. okay. Um, uh, continuing. Yeah, hypnotize me, put me in a trance. S-I-M-P, squirrels in my pants. Got an Aunt Florence living in France. She can't see the squirrels in my pants. Interesting. <laughs> I wonder if... This is supposed to be sound like it's kind of like a freestyle, like they're just saying random things to like try and get it to rhyme. Or if they're mm. really asking these questions, and maybe squirrels in my pants is a metaphor. Is the answer to the question. Right. I mean, maybe squirrels in my pants is meant to represent disorder and chaos, and perhaps that chaos not outwardly visible to viewers, like mm-hmm. these street performers, like... Candace knows that this is that there is squirrels in her pants, but the th- mm-hmm. street performers don't know that. And so maybe some of these questions like, how can I qualify for government grants? You know, it seems so, you know, it seems so difficult to find out that process and really know how to do that. And like, how do I qualify? And the answer being, oh, I don't know. There's squirrels in my pants, you know? Yeah, or alternatively, it's a um, a, a commentary on how um, the government, you need to meet such specific requirements to be able to call, qualify for grants. For example, you can I'm... only qualify if you have squirrels in your pants. <laughs> yes, yes. And then, <laughs> then, of course, you have to prove the existence of said squirrels in your pants. Right. But by so... the time the squirrels can get out of your pants, they're not, and so the government sees that they're in your pants, right. they're not in your pants because they went out of your pants. I... <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> I it's a know... commentary on how the... the people have to struggle before I... the government steps in. And I'm having trouble with our, I, I, I... I'm not sure if I'm supposed to continue on with sort of a deadpan or or what, but it's kind of hard. Um, mm-hmm. I wonder too if S I M P here could also mean, as you as you said earlier, the origin of if of that word of the word simp, 
would be mm-hmm. would come from simple simpleton so maybe mm-hmm. i mean you didn't say that on air or on air you didn't say that yeah, on, i said it you said it before we started recording but maybe they're saying it's simple right s-i-m-p mm-hmm. simple squirrels in my pants and you know the questions become kind of increasingly desperate like you know who's watering your plants and then how do I qualify for government grants? And then it's almost like they've given up, like, hypnotize me, put me in a trance. I don't even want to think about it. I don't even know how I'm going to get there with mm-hmm. these government grants. And then maybe they're now considering moving to France with their aunt Florence. Yes. Yeah. Because like, it's just well, too maybe, much. Maybe France will have better social services than here. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Um, so should I read the next part? Yeah. Um, do you want to read the next, like three or just sure two or three? it's kind of it'll get repetitive you know so yeah i might need some help with some of these words um uh-huh sure also yeah so why don't i just read the next two so you can handle the words i don't know sure if you can handle those words i don't know yeah yeah okay um so it goes step right over and watch me put it down squirrels squirrels S to the I to the M to the P. Step right over and watch me put it... S to the I to the M to the P. If you want to know how I'm doing this dance, S-I-M-P, squirrels in my pants, there's something in my trousers, you know it ain't ants. S-I-M-P, squirrels in my pants. Mm. Do you want to talk about those two lines? Well, I'm a little bit... I'm a little curious about the whole... um. How, you know, we just talked about this, and it seems like maybe here, it seems, we, we talked about the ants thing, how how it is, clearly isn't ants, right? And and what does ants in my pants mean? Does that mean just you're just kind of restless? Yeah, usually it means restlessness, I think. Well, I'm wondering then what this means, because if the person isn't, if, you know, if, if this commentary isn't about being restless uh, and wanting to move to France. I mean, frustration is there too. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe they're emphasizing that it's not just that this. It's not just a commentary about being restless, so you're moving away. It's that you know there's something really bothering you about it, and it's too complicated. Mm-hmm. It's too specific. Yeah. So what I was thinking in the in the previous stanza was it seemed like squirrels in my pants seemed like a problem. Like this was. Mm-hmm you know, like, uh, what was making it hard to water their plants or qualify for government grants or whatever. Um, but now it's almost like we're reframing this squirrels in my pants into a positive thing. Like, the reason I'm able to do this cool dance is because I've got squirrels in my pants. Right, or, and like, or like the reason I don't have little ants, I have actual squirrels, like, a squirrel is bigger and better than an ant, so... Perhaps, you know, perhaps. Yeah. Or it's I, worse. I mean, did we say that... Did we say before that Squirrels in My Pants is is the specific thing that qualifies you for government grant? I, I did hint at that. We were didn't make a, a complete... Uh, okay. It wasn't, I mean, of course, yeah. it's kind of open-ended because you could have other meanings to it, but if it if it was the case that, you know, something as kind of 
you know, perhaps difficult to get to, uh, you know, a status that not everyone has having squirrels in your pants, you know, um, and that's hard to achieve. And maybe there's a little bit of bragging, right? Uh, I, mm-hmm. you know, I'm doing this dance. I've got squirrels in my pants. I'm dancing because I'm so happy that I got my government grants figured out because I qualified and, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's some of that back and forth as well. Um, between, you know, there's a bit of a call and response with the SIMP squirrels in my pants. The person asks the question and the answer seems to always be squirrels in my pants. Maybe squirrels mm-hmm. in my pants is also what qualifies you to, you know, move to France. I mean, I don't know that this person wants to move to France, but they do mention that they have relatives living in France. Yeah, at least one. At least one. Okay, would you like to read the next part? Yeah, I'll read the next two. Okay. Um, yeah, proletariat and bourgeoisie. Baby, you don't need an academic degree. Everybody's smelling my potpourri. S to the I to the M to the P. Wow. You know, Phineas and Ferb, the lyrics in these songs are always, like, surprising. I know that they're always kind of joking, but I definitely didn't really pay attention to the lyrics as a kid. And whenever I go Mm -hmm. back, I'm kind of like, that's funny. Like, um, the platypus controlling me song or something like that. Other ones where it gets kind of randomly... Uh, specific and and almost like commentary and then Mm -hmm. you know as a kid you only hear the simp part yeah you don't you don't know what proletariat and bourgeoisie are when you're eight so what so what does it mean because i still don't really know Uh, what it means the proletariat is the working class and the bourgeoisie is like the rich upper class um those words are taken from marxism i believe well, it seems like this, it seems like still there's a bit of bragging. Like, you know, if you have squirrels in your pants, you don't need these things. You don't need an academic degree. And what is potpourri? Um, it's like a bunch of good smelling herbs, I think. Okay, so maybe, yeah, maybe there's a little bit of bragging here. It's like, hey, uh, you know, middle class and, and elite, you know, mm-hmm. you, you guys, look at, look at me, I'm... I, I don't even need these things, and it's just because I have these squirrels in my pants. Yeah, so I think we have to ask whether having squirrels in your pants makes you a member of the proletariat, somebody who needs to get government grants, or if it makes you part of the bourgeoisie hmm. and it's something to brag about. Or maybe is it like a double standard type both. thing? Yeah, I maybe was, it's both. I wonder if it's both. If it's like, I feel, I feel like it might be both. Right. For some people, this is something that gets them the grants, and for some people, it's not. Maybe that's mm-hmm. maybe that's what "squirrels in my pants" really means. Yeah. Or and I think it's it. It can almost be like something that is a barrier to getting these government grants or or maybe not um but like it's something that is a struggle that you have as a member of the proletariat but it's also something that as a member of the proletariat you're proud of having Mm, Um, yeah yeah perhaps should i should i you don't need to go get a fancy college degree or anything you just gotta have this squ- these squirrels in your pants maybe like uh sort of like a grit type of thing you know oh yeah you work through it 
Um, yeah, we learn from it, our yeah. hardships, um, lo- experiential learning rather than classroom learning. Maybe so. Should I should I um, read the next part? Uh, yes. And I am wondering as well about step right over and watch me put it down and what that means. But anyway, I'll the next part, the next um, the the next. Yeah, two. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think I read two. I think I just read the one. Didn't you I? did just read one. Do you want to read this one and then I read the rest of the lyrics? Um, or, or do you want me to just... Maybe you read the next two, because I think okay. the last one is a little bit longer. Okay, I'll read the next two. Step right over and watch me put it down. Squirrels, squirrels. S to the I to the M to the P. Step right over and watch me put it... Down, down, on the ground, cause you know I got it going on. Hmm. And then it says S, S I M P. Oh, sorry, S, S to the I to the M to the P, I, S to the I to the M to the P. If your pockets are empty, get a cash advance. M, S to the I to the M to the P. Squirrels, squirrels. S to the I to the M to the P. It's interesting that they say S, I, and M, and then they don't say P. Yeah, I'm kind of wondering if this is a mistake in uh, the lyrics since they're written in a wiki. Perhaps. Um, that there might be supposed to be a P, an extended okay. P, before the S, the last S to the I to the yeah. M to the P. I'm not sure, but it's interesting. Because then, then in the next, well... No, I think it might just be the S-I-M, because in the next stanza, you can see that it doesn't do the P either. I, I wonder what uh, step right over and watch me put it down means. And also how, yeah, how it says down, down on the ground, because you know I got it going on. Mm. I think I've always um, thought of this <laughs> as like the phrase, you get down, and that sort of means like you're going to go and you're gonna dance and it's gonna be cool yeah you know what i mean yeah like the french canadians that's, that's oh yes yeah, that's Friday. an old reference people don't very old no one's gonna old. know it anyway um it's and it's a reference to this pod so you're definitely not gonna know it uh but unless um, you've been with us since the beginning probably not <laughs> i don't know anyone that would make it this this long except for us so that's good I also, when I tell people about our pod, I tell them not to listen to the beginning episodes because they're just so different and we're both so different. Yeah. Yeah. There's been some growing up. There's been a pandemic. There's been different colleges, different other schools. I mean, sometimes I just don't want my university friends to listen to the way that I spoke and acted when I was 16 you know yeah. you were but, 16 huh yeah we were anyway. i was 17 i wasn't 16 oh well <laughs> i was 16. 16 the age that candace is during this song oh really yeah she's supposed, I guess well actually no i think she might be 15 okay because she's she's working on getting her license not and so she just isn't she really good at parallel parking She's really bad at parallel parking, but then she becomes really good at parallel parking okay. because she drives a monster truck. All right. Um, 
Yeah, I guess, yeah. We definitely grew up watching this show. Mm -hmm. Knowing random stuff. I wonder how relevant this episode will be to, you know, the 30 people listening. (laughs) Well, since they're all about the same age as us, I think probably decently relevant. Anyway, um, so this person is putting it down. So, you know, being, being exciting and dancing. I'm wondering then also why it says, if your pockets are empty, get a cash advance. Hmm. I think this goes back to the government grants. What is a cash advance? Uh, it's when, um, you don't have money for something to pay with, so you get, like, sort of a loan from the bank, I think. Okay. Yeah, I guess it does relate to that. I just didn't know the phrase cash advance. All right, um... Would you like to read the last little part of the extended version of this song? Yes. Um, if you're losing your hair, get yourself implants. S. S to the I to the M to the P. If you're wrestling a bear, then you ain't got a chance. I. S to the I to the M to the P. Old Uncle Freddy just rages and rants. M. S to the I to the M to the P. Ain't about love, ain't about romance. I got squirrels in my pants. Okay, just a sec. My headphones just died. Oh no. Wait, did you read the last line? I read the last line, but now you're gonna show, like, beyond my... So just don't talk for a sec. Okay. Write down this time. Yes, sorry. Okay, good? Headphones are on. Wow, it's not an episode without some technical difficulties, isn't it? Is is it? Yep, that's how it is. We were doing really well, even. We didn't have, like, any problems at the beginning. Yeah. Well, we are back from that. Did you finish reading the last line, or would you like to reread the uh, the last line of that stanza? Uh, sure, I'll reread it, just... And then I guess in editing you can figure out how we want to do that. It, it'll um, be fine. Yeah. Uh, ain't about love. Ain't about romance. I got squirrels in my pants. Okay. So it seems you know that this person, the, the person. So if if squirrels in my pants are supposed to symbolize this kind of sometime like you know difficult to acquire, but you, you're proud of it when you get it, kind of thing. Mm. Uh, it seems like, you know, maybe if, if it does relate to, like, access to getting grants and stuff, there seems to be, like, some more bragging, like, you know, problem like you're losing your hair, just get implants, you know, like, it's simple, like, it's, it's easy, just do this thing. That's not really the way I was thinking about it. Um, I was thinking about it more like, it's something... Not that something so much something that's difficult to acquire, but something that, um, you know, isn't seen as a good thing because I mean, having squirrels in your pants does not seem like a positive hmm. uh, feeling, but it's also a thing that can be like a strength for you. Um, you know, is, why? How is it a strength though? Well, it, it's you know like. Uh, being able to, um, like, work through having squirrels in your pants, having to work around this difficulty, you know, it's sort of, like, what made you who you are. Hmm. Something so like, like that, you know. It's it's not, like, 
it's not so much that it's hard to acquire. It's that um, it's, well, I think hard to acquire is the wrong word because, wrong way of phrasing it, because if we think of it in the context of the show, it was not very hard for Candace to acquire it. Um, Susie, like, croqueted a acorn up her pants or something, and then suddenly there yeah. were squirrels in her pants, you know? Wait, it so- wasn't... It wasn't so much hard to acquire as much as an unfortunate circumstance. So that... it's like debt. No, not really, because debt isn't really a good thing at all. Right, it's but more I like also... yeah. It's more like um. Well, we we were doing this thing in class about like how um. A lot of kids have these skills, sort of like soft skills that they learn from their families um, that are because of their less fortunate economic circumstances, but those can actually be seen as strengths. Mm. Like um, a kid who learns dialectic English instead of um, like standard academic English like that's seen as something that's a weakness for that kid um in their studies but if you reframe this you can think of that as a strength because you know it's almost like they're bilingual they're bidialectic um mm-hmm. so i think that squirrels in your pants are sort of like that it's something that happened to you because of circumstances and in some instances this might be uh, a problem for you it might be the reason you you need to get a government grant it might be the reason you have problems watering your plants um it might make you feel like you needed you need to just be hypnotized and and not deal with the world but it's also the source of you being able to do this really cool dance um you know, hmm. I, I, I like I like that interpretation. I also just have a very hard time agreeing with you that having scrolls in your pants is uh, a strength and teaches <laughs> you things because it makes because in the episode it makes Candace really afraid of squirrels. Like true, she true, leaves the situation so upset. Then she has a later encounter with squirrels that's very upsetting. And at, toward toward the middle of the, or so of the episode, Susie just holds up a squirrel to her and she, like, runs away screaming. So I just, I, I mm-hmm. while I totally think it's a, su- it's a super interesting way of looking at this that I had not thought about, but I also, I just have a very hard time following that squirrels in your pants is a strength, that can, that can lead you to learning skills that will be strengths. I feel like mm-hmm. maybe... Maybe that isn't, that is a nice interpretation. It is. Maybe that's not what's happening in the show, but maybe it can still be interpreted that way. And I also think there, I notice, at least, an element that seems to be kind of like, you either fully embrace squirrels in your pants, or you fully reject it. It's either something you really Mm -hmm. don't like, Mm -hmm. or it's something that's like, I'm gonna be kind of, I'm gonna be kind of proud of this. Look at my moves. Look at this. If you're... You know, wrestling a bear give up. You don't have a chance. I'm so cool. I've got squirrels in my pants and, like, 
my aunt lives in France and, you know, it seems a little bit, I mean, to me at least, maybe there is some kind of, like, either you're going to embrace this thing or you're not going to embrace it at all. You're going to be upset about it. And Yeah, it could be the opposite. It could be the opposite. It could be, like, everybody around you thinks that this skill is so cool, but in reality, it's it's kind of a burden mm-hmm. um, on on your life. What does the end part mean, though? Ain't, ain't about love, ain't about romance. I got squirrels in my pants. Um, I, I'm not sure, but I think this could, because the the street performers wouldn't wouldn't know about Candace's sort of semi date situation with mm-hmm. little sister tagging along. So, sort of thing that she's got going on but uh i mean this uh the situation for candace has become not about love or romance or her date with jeremy but rather about having squirrels in her pants so true it has um yeah i i noticed i'm just thinking about how i said romance like to rhyme with pants um which is probably the point uh yeah yeah, romance. Rom- romance? Romance? Mm-hmm. Romance? Anyway, I think we really got into this Yeah, this tune here. Um, Do we have a conclusive thing? No, but it's much deeper than just It's much deeper. It's it's what you make of it. It's 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 what you make of your circumstances when you're in them, you know? Yeah. Can embrace and also, it. You cannot. What's going on? Um in the little background information notes on this song on the wiki um it says at comic con uh 2013 dan povenmire which is who's one of the creators stated the song was written by taking practically every single word in the rhyming dictionary that rhymed with pants so i think it's definitely deeper than just a rhyming dictionary entry for pants yeah it's definitely deeper um it's got it's got a lot of substance there it's complex and you know maybe maybe listeners will will uh go and listen to this song and really really figure out what it means to them Mm -hmm. um is this a meme did we yeah is it a meme is it popular probably i'm like concerned now that it's like a tiktok song or something um, I don't know. What if we started a podcast TikTok? Um, I'm kind of opposed. I, mean, I don't really want to do that. Yeah, I don't want to do that. It's a joke. I'm asking you how yeah. you feel about it. Um, I would not. I would prefer not doing that because having to, like, I enjoy making the Instagram posts and everything, but, uh, Having to do that and make a TikTok would be a little much, I think, for me. Yeah, for me, it's more about just being kind of afraid of the realm that is TikTok. Mm, Fair enough. It seems like something my brain would really like. Just, like, really short content, really short format content, short form Mm -hmm. content, and the whole scrolling feature, like... It seems like a not a good place for me to be. I haven't I haven't really been there yet. Um mm-hmm. But I was just thinking like this sort of thing is totally a TikTok format, right? Like saying something interesting about the deeper meaning of a song in a TikTok in a TikTok, that's that's totally a thing, right? Yeah. I don't know. Probably. I feel like TikTok 
kind of has to be a bunch of hot takes. What is a hot take? A hot take? It's like when you say something that's kind of random and is just like your opinion, but you say it as a fact. I guess. So like, I don't know. hot take, squirrels in my pants from Phineas and Ferb is a deep and complex commentary on 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 the way that we handle our given circumstances. Yeah, like that. Like that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Squirrels in my pants from Phineas and Ferb is a deep commentary <sighs> on how sometimes your weaknesses are your strengths and sometimes your strengths are your weaknesses. You didn't say hot take. You forgot to okay. say hot take. Sorry, I, I forgot to say hot take. Wait, I, I think that the com that I think that the title of this episode <laughs> should be should be hot take exclamation point. Squirrels in my pants. Hot take. Hot hot takes. Hot takes? I just learned what this word hot take. means, so. A a hot take. A a a, a warm <laughs> never mind. Anyway. Uh what's happening now? Flags and knitting, flags and knitting. Okay, okay. So I'll start, um, n- nothing too special, but I did go to the flag store the other day, Elmer's, uh, on, you know, the the flag shop in Portland. Most of their business there is for, like, companies and things, but, um, so it's, like, always really quiet in there. It's just not very exciting. Um, I asked them about applying for jobs there, um, not that, I mean, I have a different job, I don't think I'll work there anytime soon, but I was just curious, you know, what kind of work you might do there, um, mm-hmm. They questioned my age and then looked skeptical when I told them, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they, um, they also, I just think I could, like, spice up the place a little bit, you know? I think mm-hmm. it could be more inviting for the walk-in customer, but then again, most of their customers are not walk-in customers. Um, but they have a really cool wall of country flags and stuff, and they also have a bunch of uh, flags that they custom make at the shop so they like make mm. um cascadia flags portland flags and so i was asking them about getting a cascadia flag for my room i also just remember that you knit me a cascade or you knit a cascadia flag that you gifted to me which is wonderful um and so i didn't end up ne- i didn't i decided not to go for a an, another cascadia flag um but i i did inquire and I ended up leaving with a lapel pin because i always feel really bad uh, a cascadia flag lapel pin i always just feel really bad like going in there and and looking at stuff and then not leaving with something which is probably a bad habit of mine but especially mm-hmm. in that really small store like it's a small business and yeah and when you interacted so much right with the, and i like talk the to them people yeah yeah I, it's it's kind of one of those things too where it's like if i go into a music store and i talk to the people that work there for you know 20 minutes or something and ask a bunch of questions then i'm gonna have to leave with a guitar pick or something at least just mm-hmm. at least a little something so I got a lapel pin, and then another note, this is just a random thing, uh, another thing with the Doug flag, the Cascadia flag, when I was um, on the on the trip to the coast with my folks, we saw some, uh, we saw some cool sweatshirts that were like a uh, pride flag that had the Doug flag tree on it, and it was kind of mm. like a blend of them. Um, it was in like some store that had a lot of very pacific northwest clothes lots of uh you know hoodies flannels vests hats you know that kind of thing with Um, the symbols yeah cargo pants you know Uh, Mm um anyway so that's just my some updates about mostly the cascadia flag um 
I couldn't find any flags related to Phineas and Ferb. So, anyway, mm. go ahead. Um, knitting news. Uh, last time I think I was talking about my skirt. Uh, that didn't really work out. Um, I, like, finished the shorts part and put them on, and they were just very uncomfortable and didn't fit well. And so I just was like, I don't want to deal with you anymore. Yeah. Um, And I just kind of tossed them in a box. Hmm. Which is kind of sad. And now I'm knitting a tube. A tube? Um, Yeah, I'm knitting a tube. So the story of this tube is last year, well, yeah, last year back in the before times of January 2020, um, I was going to Europe and I was like, I need to bring something, some knitting because I'm going to be sitting on trains and maybe I'll want to take out my knitting and knit some on my train rides. Hmm. Um, Yeah. So I started knitting in the, so like I have four needles, so it's called knitting in the round and it's where you make circles and it, it's yeah, like how you yeah. make hats. Um, and so I was like, I'm going to use this light blue, I'm going to knit in the round and it'll end up being like a tube scarf or something. Um, and I did not get very far on it at all. I was like, I think I had less than an inch, maybe an inch, and then I it was just kind of like sitting in my room for over a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I uh, I've I got I finished my shorts, and I was like, they don't fit. I'm I'm ditching this project. I don't I don't want to deal with this anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I. I've been, like, I I made so many hats, you know? And so I was kind of burnt out on making hats. Well, it's about to be winter, right? Not really, but, like, maybe you'll sell some. Yeah, I have so many. They're all in Portland, and if if somebody is like, I want a hat on my Etsy shop, I'll, like, contact my family and be like, can you pack this up for me and print this shipping oh i need to buy a hat from you i still haven't done that maybe not now because again you're not home that would be inconvenient um maybe over thanksgiving i'll be back home for thanksgiving do you think you'll try and sell any just on campus they're not with me they're in portland oh yeah sure never mind i mean if you knit more (laughs) you know if you knit if you knit more well i brought um well i didn't i brought the the yarn that i the light blue yarn that I'm knitting a tube with, um, which I, I have no idea what it's going to be other than a tube. I, I really uh-huh. don't. Um, we'll figure that out when I finish the ball of yarn. That's that's kind of my metric. I'm just going to finish the whole ball of yarn, and then we'll see how big my tube is. Um, and then I brought um, some like light pink yarn that I got that's kind of like thicker than the normal stuff, so probably like make a scarf out of this you know just like knit it into a long sheet Mm -hmm. um and then i went to michael's and i got three colors i got red blue and green of just yarn um so i have that to make cat scarves which i realize even if i get i don't have anything to put them in to ship them off if i get um 
stuff on Etsy about the, people gonna, and cat scarves. The cat scarves are going to go on Etsy? Yeah, they're already up there. Really? And you have yeah, photos of your cat wearing them? Yeah, they're made to order, though, so I don't have, like, a bunch of cat scarves sitting around, because they're, <laughs> you have to make different sizes, because, like, my cat Lenny is, is a big cat, he's, um, over 17 pounds, and so oh, he yeah. has a much, he has a much bigger neck than, than my other cat, Carl, who's, like, 12 and a half pounds. Yeah, the last time I saw your cats, I was shocked at the size of Lenny. I was just yeah. like, I just didn't realize that cats could be that large or like long. Your cat's really long, yeah. like a yeah, like they're a both, very, they're both long. Um, yeah, and Lenny's just Lenny's just a large guy. Yeah, he's just a big guy. But it was it was surprising because I'm a dog person and I just am not around cats enough to realize their size. Like usually, I just mm-hmm. think, oh, a cat smaller than your average sized dog or like your medium sized dog. And then I see this cat who's, like, basically, you know, bigger than some dogs. And I was confused. Yeah. I felt confusion. But anyway. He's bigger than a lot of small dogs. For sure. Well, if you ever want to, you know, really plan and make a, make, make a in-person way of, of delivering product, it'd be interesting to see if you ever decide to, like... I don't know. This seems like really hard to do, but being a vendor at a farmer's market or something where you're just like, my hats, buy yeah. them, please. I mean, farmer's market, probably not the right best place for hats, but like Christmas market or the Saturday market in Portland. Right. Or like a maker um, fair or something. Yeah. Where you I make mean, the stuff. problem is having to rent space and then because I had, would have no idea how much I would sell. Right. Um, and also like you probably get people asking questions about where the where the yarn comes from and everything if you don't yeah and i'd be like i got it at joanne's it was in some (laughs) grandma's my sister's friend's grandma's basement for years like what about like a lemonade stand for cat scarves uh that would also be complicated I don't anyway, know how that would work. Yeah, I don't know anything about business. Don't listen to me. Um, how long have Let's, we been potting? Over an hour. Ah. Also, it's getting late here, so we we should we should wrap it up. Wrapping it up. Got it. Uh, is it? T- is, should I should I do the thing? Yes, do the thing. Okay. So today we got lost in the lyrics of S I M P squirrels in my pants, and we learned that it's a complicated song that you know it's it's about the way we handle our circumstances and find our strengths in difficult situations um yeah uh thank you to michael Coros jr jeff swampy marsh uh martin olson and dan poppenmeyer for writing it and to the fictional group guys in the park <laughs> candace and background perform background singers for uh, performing it Yes, uh, this podcast was edited and produced by Claire and Elliot. The opening and closing music is by Elliot, and I've been the one making the little Instagram pictures. Do you still post on Twitter? I do, but I never, I, I don't know if we want to continue it. Anyway, that's a conversation for another day. Okay. If you have any questions, or you would like to suggest a song for us to analyze in the future, that's right, you 30 listeners, please... 
tell us what you want if you want anything. Otherwise, you're getting more Phineas and Ferb. Yeah, you're getting more of this. Then you can find us on Twitter. That's right, we do have a Twitter. And Instagram at LITLpod. Or email us at lostinthelyrics.pod at gmail.com. Uh, thank you to all of our listeners for your support and enthusiasm. All 30 of you. Woo, woo. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode of the pod and that you join us next time to get lost, lost in the lyrics. lyrics. Have a dandy day.